Welcome to the Choose Again podcast. My name is Lydia Bachmeyer. I am an industry-leading mindset expert, manifestation mentor, ex-corporate leader turned entrepreneur, and most importantly, a stay-at-home mom to two sweet kids. My obsession is helping ambitious, spiritual, magical beings like yourself achieve what they once thought was impossible. You can have it all. And if you're looking to build an authentic, aligned, and abundant life, you are exactly where you're meant to be. My goal with this podcast is to provide you with resources, tools, strategies, inspiration, and motivation to help you uplevel your mindset and empower you to go after, achieve, and manifest everything you want. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of development, helping keep you on track with your goals as you get closer to your dream life and reminding you that in each moment, you have the opportunity to choose. Thank you so much for hitting that play button today and let's get into it. It is still retrograde as I'm recording this. This is the third attempt and the heater's going and I'm just going with it because I can't, I can't wait for the perfect moment. Don't wait for perfect because it's never going to come. Just take that marvelous messy action. So today, I'm really excited to talk with you about this. I'm sharing with you my experience with releasing negative emotions using NLP techniques. And this is one of the most transformational things we do with NLP is to help guide you to release negative emotions. And my own experience was really cool. And I want to share with you what it was like for me as I moved through each one. So This helps so much if you are looking to manifest some changes in your life, manifest some new things in your life. Releasing these negative emotions will have a huge, huge impact on that because what we are able to manifest, the changes we are able to create in our lives are so connected to our emotions and where where we are with our emotions. Each each emotion has a vibration. So when we're feeling these low vibrational emotions often, right, we're just going to continue to attract more things that are in alignment with that. So if you're looking to get into alignment, let's start with releasing the negative emotions. And with time techniques, what we can do is remove not only the old stubborn negative emotions, but also limiting beliefs. Um, We can implant new ones. We can place goals into your future. The technique itself is really rapid and potent. And I'll share with you a little bit more about, about it, about it and what the experience is like. So the reason why we want to use this technique, it's basically similar to it's a timeline thing. I know there are some names that are trademarked, so I don't want to use those, but a lot of the famous or well-known change workers are doing some form of this therapy. So it's called lots of different names and everybody who teaches it and certifies in it kind of has their own trademark name. So what we call it is time techniques, right? But others do use similar names. I'm not sure if I can say what those are or not, but if you're wondering if it's the same thing as X, 
send me a DM and I will let you know if it is because it very likely is. So pretty much how it works is it's a visualization technique where you can see your entire timeline, your entire life, right? And it can even stretch back sometimes into past lives and you can stretch out into the future. That's how we can place goals in your future. We can sort of change the direction that you are traveling in your life and it's really freaking cool. So when I first did time techniques, I released anger, sadness, um, and then at a later date, I released fear, hurt, and guilt. When you do this technique, right, when you're releasing something that you've been carrying for a really long time, we go to the root cause of really where this started. Because the best way it was described to me was thinking about road rage, for example, right? Road rage doesn't just like the first time you drive a car when you're 15 or 16 learning how to drive. The first time you're driving, you don't just get in there all pissed off at the world, right? Angry at everyone. It doesn't just start right away like that. It builds up over time. So, you know, maybe the first time you get cut off, you think, oh, it's my fault. You know, you're a little timid. But then the more it happens over and over and over, it just builds and builds and builds. And that's the same thing with the negative emotions. So it's like maybe you experienced a time where you felt anger, intense anger as a child, right? And then you didn't deal with it. And then another thing happened similar to that, like not long after, and then another and another and another, and it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And when we don't deal with the negative unwanted emotions, typically when we're that young, we don't have the tools, we don't have the resources, and so it builds. So very often when we're looking for the root cause, it happens when we were a child or it can happen sometimes in womb or past life, which I know that can be a little bit out there for some people. I understand that, Um, but... I always just suggest to remain open, especially if you're going to be doing this technique with me or someone else, remain open. If you don't believe in past lives, maybe just put that belief on the shelf for a little bit while you experience it and then revisit it later. Maybe release that belief because what you experience is something completely different than you could have ever expected. I was on the fence about past lives Personally, I I really was, Um, even though I'd had a past life reading before I experienced this technique, I I was kind of like, I don't know, like maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just making it up. But then once I did this technique for the first time, I realized, wow, no, nope, that's a thing. That's real. I have lived other lives before. So it's pretty cool. So... What we do is release the five base negative emotions. Obviously, there are more negative emotions that you can feel, and all emotions have a purpose, right? So just because we we will release anger, it doesn't mean that you'll never feel anger again in your life, right? You know, if somebody... I don't know why I keep thinking about vehicles right now, but if somebody were to like ding your car, you might, you maybe would get mad, right? Or if somebody accidentally like elbows you in the nose, you might get upset, you know, but it's, 
it's not going to be as connected to all of that other anger that you were stringing along. And I'll explain more about my personal experience and what I mean by that. So we do these really cool things called breakthrough sessions where we can release all five negative emotions in one session. I like to usually split it up into two is that's what my experience was. And I really liked doing it that way. So that's also an option too. But basically once you remove all of these, you release so much, so much that has been holding you back. You can see situations that may have triggered, triggered one of these one of these emotions in you, right? You'll encounter a similar situation where you would have reacted with anger or fear or guilt or something, right? One of these five and it won't happen. You just straight up won't feel it. It's awesome. (laughs) The cool thing also about this is you don't have to actually relive an event that happened, right? to release it. You don't have to experience it and relive it. You don't have to replay every little detail that was maybe perhaps painful. And you don't even actually have to know what it is. I have an example of that too. But very often, other areas of your life are being impacted by this. And so we go to the root cause, whether it's before, during, or after your birth, in the womb, past lives, even generational. People can even go back generationally and release these beliefs. It's really awesome. So I released anger and sadness at the live certification training event that I went to. And then I released fear, hurt, and guilt on my own through an audio recording that I made for myself. So I guided myself through releasing those. And I will now get into kind of breaking down what the experience for me was with each of those and kind of what I saw and also what I learned, what I learned and then going forward, what that was like for me. So here's a story around anger. So we start with anger, then we go to sadness and you're supposed to do the two one after another. So if you do a session with me, we'll release anger first. And then immediately after that, we'll release sadness and we can keep going. If you want to do a full breakthrough in one session or split it up into two sessions and then do fear, hurt and guilt, but we always go in that order. So I started with anger and on my timeline, Right, I could feel myself as I'm doing the visualization, as I'm being guided through it, I could feel myself flying like back, back, back to either the lifetime right before this one or even further. I'm not actually sure exactly where it was, but I knew that it was before this lifetime. I could just, that's what my subconscious told me. Like I was just going there. I could feel myself kind of go back. And I will say, I mean, my birth chart now, I have a lot of masculine energy in this birth chart, but in this past life feeling that I felt, I was a male. Like I, I was born as a male gender in that lifetime, I could tell. And um, 
you know, I didn't, it was, it was sort of like symbolistic. It wasn't really very clear pictures. Like, I'm not going to say that it was like, I was seeing a movie of myself and what I looked like and what people in my life really, really looked like. It wasn't so much like that. It was, a you know, just more of a sense and just not the way I would describe sight as we have it now. But it was this very clear sense that in this scenario that I was looking at, I was powerful and I was using anger as a tool to really get what I wanted, right? So I was intimidating people with anger and really using that to get others to bend to my will um, and do the things that I wanted. And it was just sort of, I guess I can best describe it as, as just sort of like a knowing, like being over the timeline and looking at it and feeling it. It was just, it was more of a knowing than anything. And that's how a lot of my messages come through is just this, this knowingness inside of me. So I know that that can sound very, very unclear, right? And so then after that, after seeing that and experiencing that, the technique then took me back through other events in my life where I was using anger as a tool and a very clear memory, they came back to me um, from being a child with my younger sister. She's two years younger than me. And um, she never had bad intentions ever as a kid, but she did stuff that like angered me or irritated me or um, like she would accidentally break my toy or something. And I would just get like this boiling rage, like fire, like this fire anger would come over me, right? Um, and that's happened. I mean, that's always happened. I have lots of other stories of this fiery anger that, um, would come to me when other people would do things that I didn't like. And then I would try to control the situation or get them to do what I wanted or fix it or whatever it would be. And it would just be this fire rage anger. And I even, I mean, it Not that I would always, always react with it or, you know, lash out necessarily, but like I would feel it in, in me, like in my whole chest, this fiery anger, um, even like, you know, potty training my kids and, you know, just getting this, like having, it was really, really hard for me to control, very hard to just control my anger at things that were silly, but it was just about me controlling it. And so after I released that, I don't, it doesn't happen anymore. Like at all. I don't, it's not the same level. It's not that I don't still get angry. Obviously my kids still do stuff or, you know, won't listen or, you know, they're toddlers, right? It just happens, but I don't get the, the fire doesn't ignite anymore. Not in that same way. And that's, I mean, it's very, very freeing to not have that, not be carrying that anymore. It's amazing. So the next, the next emotion that I released directly after that was sadness. Again, this was at the live event 
And in this situation, this is the one that I'm describing where I could, I really also couldn't see anything. Right. And this, I feel like I maybe got a few glimpses of the past life scenario, but it's just hard to put into words that would make sense. But specifically for sadness, this was an in-womb feeling. I knew it wasn't in a past life. I knew it was before I was born. Um, It was in-womb the first time I experienced sadness, and I couldn't really see anything. Um, It's almost like it was like red, like or dark around um, if I were trying to open my eyes in this scenario. Um, And what I learned from it is, you know, again, I didn't know anything about what was going on or what was caught, no cause for the sadness. But what I knew in that moment looking at it was we aren't supposed to feel this. (laughs) We aren't supposed to feel this. The sadness isn't something that we are supposed to carry and that we are supposed to feel. And it was very foreign to me when I first experienced it. And so really kind of as I then moved through some of the other scenarios in my life thereafter where I felt sadness it was always it was always just about again like this isn't something we're supposed to feel in the scenarios that i remember feeling sadness around i just i knew it was very temporary i knew it was a very temporary emotion um and that the things causing it typically didn't know that they were or didn't intend to like so there was really no need to feel it. So that was, again, very interesting for me. And sadness, I will say, you know, for me, I think that it wasn't as drastic of a change in my everyday life as the release of anger. I do feel sadness. I do experience it, right? But again, after after going through that, I, after going through releasing it, I really now know that I will move through it. And in the moments where I do feel sad, I can look at it in a little bit different light. And I know that we're supposed to return to love and we're supposed to return to joy and that the sadness is just very temporary. So when I released fear, this was the first one that I did for myself using my own voice as an audio recording. And this one took me back to my childhood. And what I learned from that moment is that fear is an illusion. And I'd heard this before, right? I've read this, I've heard this, I've, you know, heard of all the tactics of conquering fears. And, and really, I will say I never felt a really strong pull to conquering a lot of fears. I don't know. Like I never felt like it was something that I really, really needed to do. And I wonder if it's connected to this, but I mean, I still had a lot of fear, obviously different kinds of fears, but in the way that I had this irrational fear as a child of being scared of like the dark you know, or catastrophe situations or, you know, worrying about things that maybe could happen, 
all of that, that was just very, very connected to this original memory. Um, I just learned this is fear is an illusion. It's not real. We just make it up and we're scared of these things that usually don't even unfold that don't even happen that way. Right. And I mean, obviously if we put a lot of focus on fear and a lot of focus on worry and a lot of focus on these worst case scenarios, we can manifest them. We know that. But what I learned through fear, releasing fear was that it is really just an illusion. A lot of these things that we decide we're scared of, like (laughs) we don't really need to be. And it's funny too, because I remember it was like later that same night that I released these, we went to my sister's house for a sleepover and, um, there was something, Oh, it was like something in the mail, like up at the mailbox or something. And it was nighttime and dark. And she was like, I'm not going to the mailbox. Like it's dark right now or something. And I was like, Oh, I'll go get it. Normally that's something it's funny. Normally I would be too freaked out to just go walk up to, I mean, it is dark and a little, you know, woodsy a little bit on the way up to her mailbox. But I was like, I'll just go run and get it. And it's normally something I would have been really afraid of. I know it sounds silly, but I was scared of that stuff. Like I would have been as an adult woman, um, a little afraid to go check the mail in the dark. Um, but I just went and did it. And, uh, it was just the first little test, you know, that I was like, Oh, I'm really just not afraid of the same things that I used to be afraid of. (sighs) Same with you know, like flying on airplane. I used to be freaked out every time that the airplane would take off and land. And, you know, I don't have any control over it. By the time I'm sitting there on the plane, me being scared and worrying about it is all just this fake, silly thing that I have absolutely no control over. And it's an energetic leak and I can just pull that back in and not even give it a second thought. So, (sighs) It's it, that one was very freeing for me to release fear. And I believe I do still have some fear connected to some other things. So again, like I said, it's just not a super huge priority for me to like overcome my fear of heights necessarily. For some people, it, it's very invigorating to do that. And maybe I'll eat my words and face that fear later, but at least for right now, I've just got some other things that I'm working on, some other fears, some other, other things I'd like to overcome, but it is all just an illusion that we just make up for ourselves, unfortunately. So, okay, I'll move on now to hurt. So hurt was similar. It was when I was a child and the learning that I got from it was basically simply hurt people, hurt people. So it was like, I could see in the scenario that the hurt I was feeling that was caused by another person was only even happening because that person had experienced a lot of pain and felt a lot of hurt. And so not only, you know, does it make it easy to forgive people who hurt you, when you look at it in that way, but it's realizing that 
you know, in what ways could we be doing that to others also, right? In what ways are are our wounds, are we carrying those and possibly hurting people unintentionally in our lives, right? Logan is running around screaming. So if you hear a kid screaming down the hall, that's my son. (laughs) So releasing hurt, that one for me wasn't as drastic of an impact as some of the others, but it was, it was a very interesting perspective to then go through some other scenarios in my life where I had felt hurt and really just a lot of forgiveness came through and a lot of understanding. Um, it was just some incredible insight. It was great. Um, and then the last one that I released was guilt. And again, that was from this lifetime. It was a moment in this lifetime where I first felt guilt. And this one was kind of interesting. So what I learned from guilt is that (laughs) it is a tool that others use to get you to do what they want. So that was my experience. That was what I learned from the scenario to see, oh, okay. So that's why I'm feeling this way, right? And again, in the scenario, it's not about blaming the individuals who maybe triggered the feelings of guilt, right? Or who said certain things that made me feel guilty. It's not placing blame on them or putting them down or judging them or anything at all like that because you know, it's just another tool, basically another resource that maybe is learned or they've maybe brought from their other experiences in this lifetime or others in order to get what they feel that they want or that they need. And very often, there might not even be that intention, like that conscious intention from that person of I'm going to create this feeling of guilt in this person to get what I want, right? They might not even, they probably aren't even aware of it, but that was my experience from what I learned. And then when I went back through other scenarios in my life, it was a, it was a common theme, not just from, I I mean, I'm not even going to say it was from a family member, or anything like that. It was just from many different scenarios in my life as I also then reflected because guilt is a heavy one for me. Guilt is one that I have to continue to work on and choose to release because it is a waste, right? Mom guilt is a thing. Like even when I went to the training that I was at, my certification training, I felt kind of guilty for going to that and for being away from my kids for a week, which isn't even that long comparatively to what others do for their jobs. And so it's a, it's a waste of energy. Again, it's another energy leak, another wasted emotion, but it's one I have to continue to choose to let go of. And also realize that the actions of others that cause me to feel guilt, sometimes that's not even what they are doing. Like I said, they're not sitting there planning, I'm going to make her feel guilty so I get what I want. 
it's not it at all. It's just the way that I then translate it and the way that I take it. And I then feel that guilt emotion, right? So letting go of that was, I mean, I, I released so much guilt that I'd been carrying and that I didn't even really know that I was carrying with that emotion. So (laughs) that's my story of really how I released those five emotions. And if you are interested in learning more about this, or if you want to do one of these, you know, I've done these with some of my friends and clients and these breakthrough sessions, releasing these, it, it creates one, you get a ton of awareness of yourself that you didn't even know you needed, but you also too, like you, you create so much more space in your life, so much space energetically to just let go of these. And you can also, you know, you also just get this whole new lens to look at your life in a completely different way because you might not even be aware that you're carrying one of these five emotions. You might not even have that awareness until you do the technique. So let me know. I'll put a link down below. If this is something that you are interested in, you can go ahead and just book a call with me and we can see if this is the right thing for you. I I mean, I think everyone should do it. Everyone should do at least do this once in their lifetime. It's, it's really, really powerful, really transformational. Before you go, I want to remind you that you are loved. You matter. You are important and valuable to me and so many others. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means a lot. Until we chat again in the next episode, come grab some extra inspiration from me over on Instagram and TikTok at Lydia Bachmeyer. And make sure you're inside the Fierce Manifestors group on Facebook. It's our own little corner for magical high vibes and manifesting secrets. All of the links you'll need are down in the show notes. So make sure we're connected and then get out there and start taking some marvelous messy action toward manifesting your dreams.